Alrighty, everybody. Good afternoon, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. It is draft day eve, and Wiz and I are going to attempt to do a mock draft today. Wiz, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing well. How are you doing today? Yeah, I, I got to tell you, Wiz. I, we've talked about it already, but I, 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 I have no confidence in this draft whatsoever. None. Zero. I, 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 I just, I'm, I'm kind of confident at, at the positions that, what people are looking for, and e- even so, I, I would say, when we do this mock draft, there's, there's probably a few spots where I'm picking a player where I think something could happen, where there's a trade made and it changes everything. You've mentioned uh, that you think that. On draft day, we may potentially see something like Debo Samuel moving and such, and 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 the fact that this draft is so unusual with so many teams with multiple picks. Yeah, there's no question about that. You know, the, the, the Debo talk, from what I hear, is uh, calmed down a little bit, and uh, you know, especially after John Lynch says when you know we're not trading, we're not trading him. So uh, I don't know what's going to happen with that, but uh, you know, anytime you have so many teams with multiple picks in the first round. It really lends itself for uh, what could be a wild first day. And, uh, you know, I think all eyes are on Kansas City because they have two picks, but they're behind the Packers who have two picks. They're behind the Saints who have two picks. The Eagles who have two picks. The Packers have two picks. The Jets have two picks. And the Giants have two picks. So they have two picks, but all both of their picks are behind everybody's pair of picks. So... What's interesting is they have a lot of draft equity, and if there's a player in mind, they will not be afraid to to give up a lot to get the player. So that's what I'm really looking at. What will Kansas City do? Because my belief is they'll either move up in some sort of an order, a big in a big trade, to, to maybe get into that 13 spot to get a receiver, or if not then I don't think they're going to take a receiver. Uh, I think they'll maybe take a couple of defensive players and then take a receiver with their second-round pick. But um, I think anything and everything is really on the table. Yep, I don't disagree with you. And for people who haven't listened, uh, Wiz and I did a podcast yesterday on uh, uh, draft uh, prop bets. Um, I have to tell you, Wiz, I, I, I have played a few of them already. Uh, the, the, the one, and I think you mentioned this, that you thought the one that may be one of the best. I, I, you know, I just ran, we didn't talk about this. I randomly picked Devin Lloyd as, as, as a player that I thought his draft position was off. Um, we'll see where you have him going in your mock. I, I know where I have him going in my mock. But uh, do you have you changed your mind on, on kind of, I think you mentioned two things. You mentioned that you thought Devin Lloyd was going to get picked a lot earlier than when anybody had, and and you thought that both of the quarterbacks, uh, that is Pickett and Willis, would go higher um, or, or lower in the draft than, than, than perceived. Have you changed your mind on any of that at all? No, I mean, uh, with with Lloyd, when we'll get to all of this stuff, is you told me the total, I think, was 19 and a half. That's right. And I have going, you know, I look things over, and I, I think I moved them back a little bit, but I have them in the middle of the first round, so that would be an under. But my, my, strong, my three strongest plays are over on Thibodeau uh, at four and a half, and then the two quarterbacks, Pickett and Willis, as well, over on those two players. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to all of that. All right, Wiz. So, uh, you know, again, we've kind of talked about this, uh, not to repeat ourselves, but, uh, you know, going into this draft, it's not a consensus at this point in time. There are three or even four players that are kind of being talked about with that first pick. So 
We're going to start off here doing our mock draft and uh, with the number one pick in the draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars will be on the clock. Uh, I, one other thing, Wiz, I did want to mention, do you realize ESPN, both Kirk Herbstreet and, um, and uh, uh, what's his name? Um, the draft, Mel Kuyper Jr. are both not going to be in Las Vegas. Um, Mel Kuyper is not uh, vaccinated, and uh, Kirk Herbstreet came down with, uh, I think, I believe it was a blood clot. So neither of the... Uh, Neither oh of those guys. I didn't know that. I, I, I think I prefer the NFL Network uh, crew anyhow. So I would probably, um, I would probably prefer that anyhow. All right, so l- let's go to the Jaguars. Wiz, uh, number one pick in the draft I, at this point in time. Uh, you know, question on who they take. Do they go defense? Do they go offensive line? Uh, but what, what's your call on, on what the Jaguars do at number one? Yeah, I'm going to go with they're going to take the best player, the the most polished player, and that's Aiden Hutchinson. I know the winds are swirling that it's Trayvon Walker, and I've even seen something, you know, some stuff that Iguanu is going to be the pick, uh, dis- despite the fact that they um, re-signed Cam Robinson for this upcoming year. Uh, but uh, he's the most polished player. He's uh, his, you know, get off on the line of scrimmage is, you know, he's got some J.J. Watt and some Nick Bosa in him. And I just think he's the most polished player. So although Trayvon Walker seems to be the flavor that it's leaning towards, uh, I'm just going to go what I feel is the best player. So I have him, uh, the Jacks taking Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, for all, all the reasons you suggest, uh, I think it could be a close call, but uh, Hutchinson to me is, is, is the guy that represents probably more of the pure the pure position player here. So Aiden Hutchinson to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, All right. Yep. Yep. So, so I, I, go ahead. Yeah, going to the Lions, I have, um, I, I have Ahmad Gardner. Um, and I just think pairing him up with a Cuda who's been injured and, you know, op playing, being able to play opposite him. The guy didn't give up a touchdown in his college career. Uh, I know there are many different ways the Lions could pick, but he's a defensive-minded coach, and I just think Ahmad Sauce Gardner is the pick here, and I think um, if they didn't pick him, he would not last much further in this draft. So I have Ahmad Gardner going to the Lions. What yeah, about you? Yeah, so I've got Walker going in the second spot to the uh, to the, to the Detroit Lions. Uh, the Lions, uh, I, I think they've made a lot of moves on the offensive side of the ball, and they probably will do something at quarterback in this draft later in it. Uh, but but I think if, if when they take a look at this, I think they'll look at Walker as being the best player available at that spot, and I, I believe Trayvon Walker will be a Detroit Lion. Okay. Uh, I have Ikawano going third to the Texans. I, I just feel w- whether it's Davis Mills as their quarterback for the future or they have another poor year and then you're drafting early next year and you're going to take a quarterback. Either way, to have two tackles like Tunsil and Ikawano, I think is just incredibly you know, important and invaluable. So he is my best tackle in this draft and um, – I have the I have the Texans taking uh, Ikawano from NC State with the third pick. Uh, yeah, as as do I. I'm hoping that that's not the case. I'm hoping that the Giants have an opportunity to take that player at number five because uh, that's, that's that's the position I believe the Giants go for when they do come up in the draft at five. Uh, but yeah, I, ha- I have the Houston Texans for the same reasons going with Ikawano uh, in the third slot was. All right, and uh, 
since you took him uh, with your number two pick, you don't have him available, but I have Trayvon Walker falling to the Jets at four, which would be the kind of player that I believe um, Salah would like to take for the Jets. So in my mock, even though he's projected and the, 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 everything is, is pointing that he may be the number one overall pick, I have Trayvon Walker going four to the Jets. Yeah, so I, and for you and I, we're we're flipping picks here, basically. Uh, at number four, Sauce Gardner uh, will be a member of the New York Jets football team. Yeah, and um, going to five, agree completely with your sentiment. And since Iquano and both our boards is off the board, um, the polished Evan Neal from Alabama um, is is a terrific player in his own right. He may even be more polished than Iquano, even though I just think Iquano has the potential to you know be better, and it certainly is a better run blocker. But in terms of pass protection and being polished, you can't go wrong with Evan Neal. Um, I think he's a terrific player and really fits what the Giants need. So I have Evan Neal going five for the Giants. Uh, as do I, Wiz. I, uh, you know, back and forth, uh, do they go with Neal across in this spot? But I believe Neal the better player. Uh, I think they'll go with the player also that that coming from coming from that conference. You know, I, I mean, both players are from the same conference, but coming from that program, uh, I, I just think Alabama you know produces a lot of solid football players, and uh, Evan Neal will be the Giants' pick at uh, number five as well. Yeah, and uh, moving on to the Panthers, I, I know you know people saying it's going to be Willis or Pickett. I, I just don't think either of those guys are really a first-round quarterback and certainly not to be taken with the sixth pick. I think the, the Panthers are certainly a team that is willing to, more than willing to, they want to trade down. So, uh, you know, look, we can't project and forecast trades and which team and then my team is going to pick. So assuming the Panthers stay with that pick, they're looking at those two tackles. They'll take the one that's available and cross from Mississippi state is also an elite tackle. And, um, if they're in a situation that they have to draft a, a rookie quarterback next year, having Cross is 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 quite important. So I have Cross going to the Panthers at number six. Yeah, and, and I'm not in the camp uh, like you that they take a quarterback in this spot. I have Cross going number six to the Panthers as well. Moving to the Giants, uh, they took Evan Neal. We both have them taking Neal. They're definitely, I believe, going to go on the other side of the ball, try and get after the pass rusher. I mean, get after the passer with a, with an edge rusher. And I think this is this is this is Thibodeau's spot here. Seven. Uh, I hope it's seven. I would hit my overplay at four and a half on the player. But uh, Kayvon Thibodeau is one of these guys who makes game-changing plays. Can he be coached up where he's consistent all? Throughout the game, we'll have to wait and see. But the talent is just, you know, so explosive that with the seventh pick and the Giants' second pick, I have them taking Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon. So I, I went back and forth with three players at this slot. Was one, one was Thibodeau, one was Jermaine Johnson, and one was Stingley. Uh, and after all was said and done, I actually end up with Stingley being the Giants' pick at number seven. Can't go wrong with that pick. Um, the Falcons, <laughs> the Falcons desperately, you know, need a wide receiver with Ridley not playing this year. They could certainly take a quarterback. Uh, Mariota is only a bridge quarterback, but they were the last in the league with 18 sacks in a 17-game season. 
they have to make the smart pick, and that's Jermaine Johnson. I know it's not a sexy pick. I know it's maybe not a pick that Falcons fans want to pick here. They probably want an explosive player at wide receiver or maybe get a quarterback, but I think the smart pick is Jermaine Johnson, and I'm hoping that the organization is smart as well. So I have Jermaine Johnson going to the Falcons at eight. So I, I went with the receiver. Was uh, I, I was tempted not to for the same exact position that you talked about, uh, but I went with Drake London at number eight going to the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, interesting. Um, it seems we have like similar players in, in, in these spots as going to different teams early on, and which leads me to the Seahawks, and they would love to get that Legion of Boom back in order in that secondary. Um, so with that said, I'm, hope, uh, I'm sure Pete Carroll is hoping to strike lightning again with an elite cornerback, and I think this is the spot for Stingley. So I have uh, Daryl Stingley going ninth to the Seahawks. Yeah, so I went with Hamilton going to the Seahawks, thinking similarly, secondary. Obviously, he's a safety, not a, not a cornerback, but I also felt that this is, you know, guys like Cam Chancellor, who in the past have, been, have played uh, for Pete Carroll's team, but I went with Hamilton uh, from Notre Dame uh, to, to, uh, to, for the Seattle Seahawks. Now, would you, would, would you be surprised if that – let's say the scenario that I bring up that Stingley goes to the Giants – if Hamilton's available, do you think Pete Carroll goes that direction, or do you think he goes cornerback? No, I think he could, I think he may take that player. I think then Trent McDuffie's in play as well if Stingley's off the board. But, you know, I've, I've said this a million times. Kyle Hamilton is probably my favorite player in this entire draft, so I'm sure they're looking at that as well. And which leads me to, I think, what is going to be a tough pick for the Jets at 10. And I kept going back and forth on my draft board between Kyle Hamilton at 10 for the Jets and – Garrett Wilson, and I ended up going with Garrett Wilson because I believe they're going to take Trayvon Walker or a defensive player, certainly at four. I have been taking Garrett Wilson from Ohio State with the 10th pick. Yeah, and with the 10th pick, uh, given that I had the Jets going with Sauce Gardner at four, uh, I have them taking Thibodeau at 10. Oh, so you feel... So you, so you feel two defensive players, but you also love my over because uh, you have Thibodeau going ten, huh? Yes, I do. And um, and on my board, Hamilton's still available. And I know- but, but but do remember, Wiz, if he's gonna, I I think it's possible that the Giants go in that direction as well. I, I mentioned three players that I thought the Giants would take. I I'm pretty sure the Giants are taking one of Stingley, Thibodeau, or uh, Jermaine Johnson in that spot at, at, at number. Yeah, the, the- yeah, the range of outcomes for those players are all in that in that grouping. There's no question about that, and uh, it, it's very very difficult. Which, you know, I know people are you know just saying Kyle, you know Carson Wentz is not the answer, and the Commanders should take a quarterback here, or McLaurin's definitely going to be gone and take a receiver. But I, I just love Kyle Hamilton. He's an important player. Uh, they could put him at free, you know, at strong safety in his defense. Uh, and I think that's an important position, the way he could support the run, the way he could play in that secondary. I love Kyle Hamilton, so I have him going 11 to the Washington Commanders. Yeah, and I'm concerned about, uh, well, first off, outside of, of Terry McLaurin, uh, I, don't, I don't really think there's any significant options in that Washington uh, Commanders uh, uh, offensive uh receiver room at this point in time and I have them going with the another Ohio State uh, wide receiver here so this is this is where I have Wilson going Garrett Wilson from Ohio State going to the Washington uh, Commanders yeah so you have him 
you have Wilson going 11. I have Wilson going 10. We'll see how it plays out, but these things could certainly go either way. My beloved Vikings need help on defense. Um, Trent McDuffie, I think, is, is, is a good cornerback, and I think they may take him. I wouldn't be shocked if they took Andrew Booth, and that's, that's assuming that Gardner and Stingley are both off the board. I'm going to guess they would take Stingley if he was available, and I, I think they may prefer McDuffie. Um, I think it's very close between McDuffie and Andrew Booth, but I have the Vikings taking Trent McDuffie with the 12th pick. Yeah, I have the Vikings as well taking McDuffie at number 12, Wiz. Moving along to the Texans, and this is this is such a spot for a trade here um, at 13. Um, look, the, the Texans can do a lot of things. Just on my draft board, because I have them going with Ikawano, as you do at three, I am going to have a defensive player, and this is where the aforementioned uh, Lloyd comes into play from Utah. So I, I have Lloyd going to the Texans at 13 in this spot. <laughs> so do I, Wiz. Devin Lloyd, okay. number th- And, you know, also, again, remember, Lovey Smith, defensive-minded coach, right? So that, that's part of my thinking here. If, there, sure. if there's not a trade, I think Devin Lloyd is one of the best. You know, he is the best linebacker in this draft, uh, and I think if he's there at that pick, that's, that's what the Texans are doing if they choose to remain with that pick. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, that's how I see it as well. Uh, pretty amazing that with so many players, so many spots, so many different ways, we have the exact same player going to the exact same team, uh, which goes to 14 at the Ravens. And I was amazed the way the Ravens got bullied in a lot of these games. So I'm going to say on the defensive side of the ball, George Kalaftis from Purdue. Um, this is a pick where a lot of players could go. Trevor Penning could go here. Jordan Davis could go here. Um there, there are a bunch of different ways they could go here, but I have Koloftis from Purdue, uh, a really relentless defensive player. I think has that Ravens type of mentality. So I have Koloftis going 14 to the Ravens. Yeah, I thought the same. I went with defense, and I have Jermaine Johnson still available in this draft, and that's where I have him going with to the Ravens at number 14. Okay. All right. Yeah, if he's if he's available at 14, yeah, I agree. But I have him going way up to the Falcons at eight. And now we get to these teams, middle of the round, teams with the multiple picks. You're not quite sure what position they're going to go. So you took the player earlier. Uh, I'm going to say receiver is going to be one of the spots. And just due to I'm not, I don't believe, and I'm not saying that he's the best of the receivers, but when you look as a – who would be the best complimentary player to Devontae Smith? That would be Drake London. You could put him inside. Um, so I think just based on the tiebreaker for me was which one would be the best compliment to Devontae Smith, and that would be Drake London. So I have Drake London going 15 to the Eagles. Yeah, with the Eagles pick here, I went defense. Was uh, they have a pick coming up in a couple of the picks? Uh, I, I went with a receiver at that next pick, but I went with Jordan Davis uh, in this spot for the Philadelphia Eagles in their first pick in the first round. And I did the same thing in terms of uh, receiver and defense, and I have the Eagles taking defensive player that we'll get to in a minute. So, and I could definitely see that, and the Eagles would want to take that because these next two teams. The Saints and the Chargers both would be interested. But I have Trevor Penning 
Big Boss Teron Armstead. This is a this is just a pick that just makes so much sense. So I have Trini, Trevor Penning from uh, Northern Iowa going uh, 16 to the Saints. Yeah, I, I was I was torn on this one, Wiz. I have to tell you, but uh, I, I went with the receiver here. I, I went I went with Chris Olave. That's uh, the wide receiver from Ohio State. Uh, I I went in that direction. Was uh, at this spot. Yeah, and I, again, we're on the same thinking in terms of I have a receiver being taken by them in their next pick. So uh, just uh, it's again, we kind of know the positions, but the order of how they're going to take the players is. Uh, it is always interesting. And uh, with that said, the the best fit, the perfect fit is Jordan Davis going to the Chargers. I know you have him going a few picks earlier. I don't know if Jordan Davis lasts to 17. If he does, I'm pretty sure they'll take that player. So I have Jordan Davis going 17 to the Chargers. So I have his teammate, Devontae Wyatt, going at number 17 to the Chargers. Thinking similarly, uh, but different player. Sure. Um, I, yeah, I could definitely see that. 18, the, the Eagles, uh, I had them taking a receiver first. You had defense first, and you did the opposite of me. And I'm going to have the Eagles taking with the 18th pick, maybe the smartest player in the entire draft, N'Kobe Dean from Georgia. And as we know, they're looking at this draft. There's probably going to be five, six, seven players taken from Georgia in the first round. But he was the leader, and when they talked about it, they made it clear. Any meetings or interviews that was done with the Georgia defense, the Kobe team was the leader. He was the quarterback on the field on defense. He's a smart player, a talented player. You could play him at strong safety. You could play him at linebacker. So I love that pick, and the Kobe Dean Eagles at 18. All right, at 18, though, because when I went defense with the Eagles first, so I went to receiver here, and the Eagles have struggled at receiver in terms of what they've done in the draft. They've made some big mistakes passing on players like DK Metcalf and Justin Jefferson. Uh, last year, I would say they hit on one with Devontae Smith, and why not go in the same direction? You talked about him yesterday, uh, the fact that he's probably not going to play for the first half of the season and maybe longer. But Jameson Williams from Alabama, uh, I think he's going to the Philadelphia Eagles in this spot, Wiz. Yeah, definitely could see that. I have it just the order of of. of preference like i said i only took london not because i think he's better than williams i just think he's more of a complimentary guy to Devonte smith and speaking of williams i have him going to the saints right here at 19 um you just don't know we've talked about this mike thomas situation um but jameson williams you know we i have him at 19 you have him at 18 i just don't see it Really, I don't see it. If I was betting on this, I just think Green Bay, the Chiefs, or somebody is going to move up to take him. Uh, but if it's if it plays out like this, that would be great for the Saints. But at 19, I have the Saints taking Jamison Williams. Uh, and because I went uh, receiver for the Saints with their first pick, this is where I have Trevor Penning going. Uh, you mentioned that Armstead is gone. They, there's a vacancy on that offensive line. I went with Penning uh, from Northern Iowa going to the Saints with their second pick of the first round, number 19. Okay, so I had the Saints taking Penning at 16. Who has taking at 19? Very interesting. Um, 20, this, this is a spot where I think the first quarterback could go. Uh, I surely hope the Steelers don't trade up. 
I, I, you know, if they take him, they take him. I don't think it's a great pick. I, I think that you're going to have to, the player's going to have to understand the game a little bit better for a couple of years. But all of that being said, this is the landing spot where I think Malik Willis goes to the Steelers at number 20. Uh, yeah, that's that, same thing, Wiz. I, I have Willis going at 20 to the Steelers. We talked about this a bit yesterday, but that's the spot where I have him going. Uh, so you and I are in agreement with the Steelers, and we'll see how our Steelers fans feel about that. All righty, so 21, the Patriots. Um, I know people are saying you got to take a receiver, give Mac Jones an elite receiver, give him somebody that could, you know, be explosive, make chunk plays. It's just not what the Patriots really like to do in the first round. I think the Patriots try and do their best to try and get a player that could replace J.C. Jackson, who they lost in free agency to the Chargers. And I'm going uh, with Andrew Booth here uh, from Clemson. He's a terrific player. I think an argument can be made is that he's, Right up there with McDuffie, uh, you know, as, the t- as one of the top few best cornerbacks in this draft. Um, so I, I have I have Andrew McDuffie um, going. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, I have Booth going to the Patriots at pick number 21. Yeah, and I, and I didn't have N'Kobe Nico- Dean going yet, uh, Wiz. And I think uh, this is a defense that's kind of in rebuilding mode a bit. Uh, there's definitely changes afoot here on the defense. But N'Kobe Dean, uh, I have him going to the New England Patriots at number 21. Yeah, he's certainly a Patriots type player. If he was available and the Eagles didn't take him, then that would be the landing spot. Agreed. Um, Packers. They're going to take a receiver with one of these two picks. They could take a receiver with both picks. But I have them taking a receiver right here, Chris Olave. If he's available at 22, that would be a terrific pick for them. It would make sense and all the sense in the world. And uh, if he's available, um, I, I don't think they would even hesitate. So I have Chris Olave going 22 to the Packers. Uh, Packers, Wiz, I've got Dotson from Penn State. Going to the Green Bay Packers, we've talked about them needing receiver. Uh, That's the player that I have slated to go to the Packers in this spot. Okay, and I think there's going to be a little bit of a run on receivers here. So right with the next pick, I have Traylon Burks. Um, I think there's the type of receiver that he probably wants to throw the ball to uh, that can catch the 50-50 ball. So I have Traylon Burks um, from Arkansas going 20 three to the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. And this is where I have, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually not going offense here for the Cardinals. Um, I think I'm going secondary here and I have Andrew Booth from Clemson going, going to the Arizona Cardinals in this spot. Yeah, and that would make, that, that would certainly make sense. I could see them doing that as well. Um, the Cowboys need to do something about that offensive line. They've lost players through injury, free agency um, and Zion Johnson, from Boston College is a mean old son of a gun. And uh, I just think that's the perfect pick for the player here. So I have Zion Johnson uh, guard going to the Cowboys at pick number 24. Yeah, and I went I went with Tyler Lindebaum in this spot. Was uh, again thinking thinking line was where we go, but that's uh, that that's the player that I have the Dallas Cowboys taken. Yeah, wouldn't that would not be a bad bad pick either. Bills, I have the player that you just mentioned, uh, Johan uh, Dotson. Um, I think I think that would be a good pick from Penn State. Uh, they, I, I just think that would be a good complimentary receiver, that type of receiver to to digs there. So I have Dotson going um, twenty five to the Bills. 
You know, I, I, I got to tell you, Wiz, I, I was very torn with this pick. I, I was tempted to pick what I think could be the only running back in this in this draft taken at this spot. Uh, but I actually – back- What's that? You're going to think about you almost put Brees Hall in that spot? I, I almost put Brees Hall in that spot. That's correct. But but I stayed away from it. I, I went offensive line for the Bills uh, because their offensive line does need some work. Their running game needs some work. I went with Bernhard Ryman from Central Michigan to the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, and, you know, I think uh, the Bills with that roster, you know, yeah, I could see them take a receiver. I wouldn't be shocked if that was a spot for for Hall or Kenneth Williams at running back. Um, but um, but um, but in my view, you know, they're going to take a receiver, but they could take an offensive lineman as well. And speaking of offensive linemen, we know the Titans want to run the ball. Tyler Smith from Tulsa is, in my view, would be the best offensive lineman that would be on the borders, right up there with Linda Baum as well, who I haven't picked yet on my draft board. So I have offensive line to the Titans. This is what they really want to do, run the ball, and they want to show up that offensive line. So that's where I have them picking. Yeah, I, I was torn between offensive line and, and, and defense here because I think this is also this is a defense that actually is an up-and-coming defense. You saw they ex- uh, extended Simmons today. Uh, but this is where I went with Karloftis from, from Purdue. Uh, I thought uh, if the Texans are there and that player is there, he's probably the best player available to draft at this spot. So I went with the Tennessee Titans going with Karloftis from Purdue here. Yeah. yeah, I'm going a little bit earlier, but, uh, yeah, he's a terrific player. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the, they're going to take a defensive player and offensive lineman. Um, so we'll have to see how that plays out. And I'm taking for the Bucks a player that you mentioned earlier, um, Devontae Wyatt, who is kind of like the unknown, like the forgotten guy on that Georgia defense. But he is a terrific player. I have him going to the Bucks. Um, I think that would be a good pick for them. I think they're going to make a pick on offensive and defensive line. But I have Devontae Wyatt, who you had going a little bit earlier, going to the Bucks. Yeah, and I have Tampa Bay going with the offensive line, and this is where I have Zion Johnson going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right. Now in the last few picks of the, uh, of the, of the first round, uh, I have Kenyon Green going to – the Green Bay Packers. I have them taking a receiver with their 22nd pick and line on with their 28th pick. So I have uh, Kenyon Green from Texas A&M going with pick 28. Yeah, I, I have a Texas A&M player, but not the same one. Uh, I have DeMarvin Leal going to the Green Bay Packers. Remember, they lost to Darius Smith. Uh, so that, that's the direction I, I see them going receiver and defense. So I have DeMarvin Leal from Texas A&M going to the Green Bay Packers. All right, and I have Kansas City with two picks here, and I'm going to stick with my strategy where if they don't, if they trade up, it's for a receiver. If they don't, it's going to be for two defensive players. They want to shore up that defense. They need to shore up that defense. So with the two picks I have is Boye Mafe, who is just a relentless, relentless worker uh, on the defensive side. He would fit in perfectly there for Minnesota. And then Lewis Sign from Georgia, who is he's not Kyle Hamilton, but he's not a million miles behind. Clearly, the second best safety in this entire free safety in this entire draft, and uh, losing the Honey Badger um, makes this a necessary pick and a smart pick. So I have Mafe from Minnesota and Sign from Georgia going with these two picks. Uh, so I went receiver with the Packers because I don't have tra- Burks. I don't have Burks having left yet. So I, I have Burks going in this. Sorry for Kansas City. I have Burks going in this spot. 
And and like you, I have Lewis Sinai going going to the Kansas City uh, Chiefs with their second pick. So I went receiver, and I and I went secondary. All right. Um, I have Tyler Nabam going to the Bengals at thirty one. I don't know if he'll be available at thirty one. It could be a little bit optimistic. I think with these offensive linemen, you're not quite sure of once we get into the twenties how teams view them. But Tyler Lindebaum who is just one of these guys, you know, his, when you look at him, he's not the biggest of the struggle, but he is just a football player from Iowa. I love the player. He would help Joe Burrow in that offensive line even more. And I know they've helped themselves in free agency, but I have Tyler Lindebaum, offensive lineman, um, going to Iowa. Yes. I'm going to uh, Bengals from Iowa. Yep, going to the Bengals. And, and the Bengals have avoided tight end, Wiz, so I have the first one off the board here, Tyler McBride, going to the Cincinnati Bengals at pick number 31. And then rounding out the last pick of the first round, the Detroit Lions, I have them, and this has got to be against the grain from <laughs> every other draft out there, but I have this is the spot for Kenny Pickett. Uh, I think this at this point, this becomes a value pick. I know they were talking about Carolina at six, Atlanta at eight, you know, all of this stuff. But um, I have this as a good value pick. So I have Kenny Pickett going pick 32 to the Detroit Lions. So that's a, that's the same exact uh, pick that I have, Wiz. However, I will preface it by saying I was torn because you, you had the Lions taking um, – a secondary player, as you they had saw you had the Lions taking Sauce Gardner second, correct? So right. So I'm I'm curious to see how things play out. I think the decision for the Lions is going to be: Do you go value uh, like you said with the quarterback and pick it, which is what I have, or do you go with some secondary help here? Uh, I went with the quarterback, uh, pick it at number thirty-two. Yeah, I just want to say one other thing about this this situation with you know with the, with the, with the Lions second pick is. If in the event that Willis and Pickett are off the board, Matt Corral would be a good pick here as well with um, with, with the 32nd pick. So I could see, you know, I could see that happening as well. So I, I have Pickett available, but in the event that Pickett is not available, I have, uh, you know, I could I could certainly see them taking uh, Matt Corral with this pick. Um, so I think I think you know it's it's this one's going to play out based on. What you know? What happens with Pickett elsewhere in the draft? Yeah, and, and let me ask you a question, Wiz. So the, the Lions are picking at, at pick thirty-four as well, uh, back around again. So would you say at this point in time it's inevitable that they take a quarterback in one of those two st- spots? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think so, especially if it's either Corral or Pickett available. Okay, yeah, because I, because I, because I, I, I was like I said, I was hesitant whether they would wait to do it in the first end of the first round or they do it the first pick. I, I do have them taking a secondary player uh, the next time around if they if it gets to that spot. You know, this is this is what they're trying to build up. But uh, I, I think look, a lot of we left out some very good players that are, aren't 
that were not taken in the, in the first round of this draft. And, um, you know, there will be some very good, talented players, some some good finds in the second round of the draft, as there always is. You'll probably see a few running backs. Uh, we'll see more receivers. We'll see a few of those other quarterbacks kind of step up. But uh, nonetheless, we did our best efforts here to try to uh, – give everybody a taste of what we're thinking going into the draft. I think we stayed very true to form, though, in terms of even though I think you and I had a lot of different players, the thought process uh, and the needs, that, you know, that which we went, we went through team needs, obviously, over the last couple of weeks, uh, we tried to certainly give that flavor uh, when we were making our picks. Yeah, you know, like I said, so many teams with multiple picks, <laughs> you got, you're trying to get – you know, you got to start with like the order of how they're going to make their picks. And, you know, the Giants and the Saints and the Eagles, they have picks that are so close together that it could go in a, in a number of different ways. So if we get a handful of these things right, <laughs> I think, you know, that that would be okay. This is just very difficult. All right, Wiz. So that's a wrap of our uh pre-draft uh, preparation. We did a lot of different things. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch tomorrow night and all, all weekend, obviously, uh, because it's on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from Las Vegas. Uh, but Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on SoundCloud. Hope you've enjoyed uh, our draft preparations and our discussions around it. Uh, Wiz, good luck with everything. Uh, we're, I'm definitely excited as a Giant fan tomorrow night with two picks in the first seven. It should be interesting to see what trades happen, but it should be a lot of fun. Uh, well done, Wiz. Yep, thanks. You, you do the same, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun tomorrow night, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. See you later. You got it. <laughs>